Hey guys, welcome back to Red Light Podcast. This is Jimmy. And this is Drew. The show that you should be listening to while you're taking a shit. Absolutely. Best time to listen to it is on the toilet. And uh, I've looked at our Anchor uh, listeners and we've had five plays so far. So that means five people have listened to us. Wow. I don't know how many on Spotify, but I'm hoping at least a million. Okay, that would be cool. Um, I feel like he might be a little optimistic, but that would be really cool. Um, I will have to admit that this is our second recording of this episode because I <laughs> fucked it up really bad last week. And so we had like 30 minutes of just pure shit. Drew uh, Drew hit me with a big curveball the last time around and it uh, threw off the, the mojo a little bit. And if we've learned anything from baseball is that Jimmy's not very good at it. That is absolutely correct. Terrible at MLB The Show. So to kind of give our listeners a rundown of what we're trying for concepts is this week we're going to try like one thing that we want to talk about and then we're going to get into our new segment called What the Fuck Did I Just Find on Wish? (laughs) And there's a lot of things on a wish that'll make you think that. So, uh, I don't know, did you want to start out with one thing you want to talk about, or did you want me to, Jimmy? Um, I'll jump into it. Okay. So, uh, at work, I'm pretty isolated, and I'm mostly on the computer all day. So, I listen to either a podcast, an audiobook, or if I'm really trying to focus and I'm doing a lot of reading, which I do quite a bit of at work, I'll listen to White Noise. Are podcasters allowed to listen to other podcasts, or is that just I like think, go against? I think you can, because there are some podcasters out there that have, that have like 30 podcasts. That's our feature. <laughs> oh, God, I can only imagine. So recently, I have started listening to an audiobook called Fortitude. Uh, Fortitude is written by Congressman Dan Crenshaw, who, if you've seen a picture of him, you would know. He looks like a a Navy pirate. He Yes, he wears an eye patch because he lost an eye in Afghanistan to an IED. Which, like, I don't know if there's any other more middle way to lose an eye than to maybe, like, lose it to scurvy somehow. But, um... There's a portion of the book, essentially the title of the book tells you what it's about. It's about fortitude. It's about, uh, you know, pressing on, being resilient, and having a compass, essentially, for your life that always keeps you on a certain track. And there's a particular chapter that I listened to that really, you know, spoke to me quite a bit because, as a, as a preface... I hate outrage culture and I hate cancel culture. So you're, if you're unaware. Yeah, I, I mean, probably seriously, some people would be like, hey, actually, I mean, actually, actually, yeah, you're you, canceled. I feel like if you had stayed on Twitter for long enough, you probably would have been canceled by somebody. So, and if you're listening and you're unaware of what cancel culture is because you just got out from underneath the rock and somehow our podcast is the very first, outside world experience you have 
Cancel culture is basically when someone says something that you disagree with, it doesn't have to be anything particularly like it doesn't have to be something overtly racist or sexist or homophobic or anything that most people would consider like you probably shouldn't say that. It can be a very average take oh, on a situation. Oh yeah, dude. I like as we all know, especially as you know, like I'm a very liberal person, but I hate I really hate woke Twitter because it just it annoys me. Um because like I'll I'll even give you an example of cancel culture that makes no sense. I remember being on on Twitter one day and saying that can't that cancel culture had canceled um, uh, Jim Halpert from The Office. I forget the actor's name. Why am I forgetting it too? I know who you're uh, talking about, but I don't know. He's he's married to John Krasinski. Yeah, there we go, John Krasinski. Wow. This is going great so far. Um, he had been canceled because he was playing in the show. I forget the name, but he was part of the CIA in the show. And because, as we all know, the CS, of course, the CIA has done some shady shit. And I mean, like, yes, like they they've have. done some terrible shit. Hot, hot take. That's but yeah, yes, super hot. Sometimes take. they do bad things. But um, he had been canceled because he was apparently like promoting the CIA as something good. So that's so that's, that's my take on cancel culture. Is it just annoys me? Um, essentially, this part of the book he talks about. He, he he's probably most well known, other than the the eye patch. <laughs> for I mean, it stands out. You know, there are five hundred thirty eight yeah. members of uh, Congress. And he he's the only one with an eye patch, te- so that's a pretty small. Percentage. And technically, thanks to him, he makes. Uh, there's not an even number of eyes. There's not. There's not. Every congressman technically has like one point nine nine two eyes. But what he's probably most well-known for is Pete Davidson, the um, comedian, stand-up comedian. He's also on SNL, was doing a, a skit, and, you know, Dan Crenshaw's picture came up, and he said that he looked like a hitman <laughs> in a porno. <laughs> Which, okay, even, even Dan himself agrees that line was pretty funny which is but, which is really funny coming yeah. from pete davidson because pete davidson is about six foot three three pounds soaking wet and looks like he's always three minutes off of his next heroin shot exactly and and he's he's an interesting guy to be taking shots at someone else's appearance anyway the next line that pete said was that he he basically said, I know, I know, he lost his eye in a war or whatever. And that's the part that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Not only Congressman Crenshaw, because he even admitted that he wasn't offended by it. He was just kind of like, oh, whatever. He didn't hear about it until a lot of his friends were texting him and saying, hey, did you see what was said on SNL? Yeah. So he took it more as a shot against the 
thousands of wounded veterans from Iraq and Afghanistan and then going further back, even uh, Vietnam. Vietnam, World War II, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he just took it as a shot against them. And so a lot of people started tweeting at SNL, tweeting at Pete Davidson, saying, hey, you know, you were fine with the first joke. The second one was unnecessarily crass. Um, And instead of, you know... Dan getting on Twitter and tweeting to his however many hundred thousand plus followers, you know, being like, oh, you know, slam Pete, go get him, blah, blah, blah. He simply handled it with a lot more grace uh, than most people would, I believe. And SNL actually reached out to him and said, hey, you know, would you like to come on the show and be part of a skit with Pete? Okay, I don't even think I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's on YouTube. You can look it up. It's actually a really cool clip because, you know, they talk, they go back and forth, and they actually take some shots at Pete. Uh, you know, the congressman tells him he looks like a troll doll and, you know, just makes some other jokes. And then his phone rings, uh, Congressman Crenshaw's phone rings in the skit, and it is an Ariana Grande song as his ringtone. Oh, my God. And Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande had just recently broken up. So it was a good example of, you know, two people kind of having a spat with each other and some words being said both ways. But instead of getting outraged and yelling back and forth on the Internet like a bunch of children, like we all see all the time on Twitter, you know, Facebook comments, all that, you know, they actually you know, made up, they made jokes with each other, at each other, and and they're cool. And there's no lasting animosity or any issues like that. And I that. think the one point that she that should be made is that I think that, I mean, we should expect nothing less from a comedian because most, I mean, comedians make offensive jokes all the time. Oh, Yeah. And and he mentions that even in the book, he's saying, you know, he's a comedian. That's what they do. They try to push the limits. They try to push the it's boundaries. It's like when Michelle Wolf went to the uh, the media supper at the White House, and everybody was super mad because a comedian told some jokes. Yeah, and it's you know it's it, it's something that they do. They push the envelope. He was just trying to use that as an example of, hey, you know, when two people have a disagreement or have, um, you know, some stress between them, you're allowed to be adults. You're allowed to talk it out and both of you come out looking better on the other side of it. Yeah, I've never been a huge fan of Dan Crenshaw, but like knowing this, all of this whole thing. Like I do, I do really enjoy that interaction of knowing that it didn't turn into a, a fuck you contest. Yeah. And, and the video is worth watching. You know, it's, it's cool to see, it's cool to see something, especially in a time in America right now where politics are so diversive to see two people with such differing opinions actually have a polite conversation, joke with each other and no one's you know, butthurt about it ultimately. So I thought that was really cool. Um, I think it's something that we could use 
just an absolutely incredible amount of in our country right now and in our political discussion in general. Uh, so that's just one thing I wanted to talk about because I found it was interesting and it really spoke to me and resonated with how I feel about outrage culture and cancel culture and woke culture and all that. Also, Pete Davidson, if you're listening to this for some reason, I'm sorry I made fun of your appearance. If you want to promote this podcast, um, just just tweet at me. If my, my Twitter name is Andy Bashir said said I can't come over. Yes, if you want to promote it, that would be cool because you have more of a following. Than well, we my one thing is going to be a little bit lighter, I think. Okay. Um, so, like we were talking about talk about before the show, my thing is. Things I'm sad about. <laughs> is it a soup shortage? Is there a muffin Listen, shortage? First off, one, <laughs> Tristan, my amazing fiance, bought me some muffins. Oh, that's Just, amazing. Shout, shout out, out to Tristan. Yes, shout out, Tristan. I love you so much. I can't wait to marry you. Hopefully we can do it on Halloween if, you know, coronavirus doesn't keep fucking shit up. Anyway, so things that I'm sad about. What is the one thing that you miss the most during, like, miss doing or, or going to since quarantine started? Okay, honestly, I really miss being able to go get an actual professional haircut. Okay, yes, I do too because, because you shaved your head and I've just let my hair grow and it doesn't look great right now. Yeah, I, I shaved my head and between other features of my face and my general look and me shaving my head I looked like I was going to blow something <laughs> up because I'm mad at brown you, people which is not something I would do I don't dislike anyone based on the color you, of their you skin, look like so. if Timothy McVeigh grew up in Kentucky <laughs> Timothy McVeigh, y'all um <laughs> uh, so th- that would probably be mine. I mean, it's minor, but that that's probably what it would be. So the thing, one of the things that I miss the absolute most, and I mean, okay, so I'm a very introverted person. I don't even like going out that much, but man, I miss going to the movies. And that's fair. One thing that really has made me super sad is that there is a bunch of movies that I was just so excited to see. Like, and it took, it, it even took me a second to, to realize like, oh shit, it should have already come out, but it got pushed back because nobody could go to the movies. And I made a list of movies that I'm sad that I can't see right now. All right. Lay it on me. Number one, A Quiet Place 2. Yes. We were just talking about John, John Krasinski yeah, earlier. It kind of led it. Also, I remembered the name of the show was Jack Ryan. Okay, and I okay, I know what you're talking but about. But it was supposed to come out March eighth. Now it's pushed to September fourth. I was so excited for it. I've been excited for it for like two years, ever since the first one came out. And if nobody if nobody has act, if nobody listened has seen it, you should watch it. I think it's amazing. He directed it. He starred in it. It's about blind aliens that kill people. That and and it's really cool because. That, Emily Blunt, his wife, is his main co-star. Also, my description there was a very rough description. 
Yeah, it, it's hard to describe. It's not your typical horror movie. Basically, they all have to be quiet it, because they have uh, enhanced hearing and can hear you if you make almost the slightest sound. Yeah, it's um, it's not a movie to watch if a lot of eerie silence makes you Oh, yeah, dude, I was so stressed during that movie. Yeah, because you just don't know when noise is going to happen. And like he said... It's anything they can hear. If you, you know, were to be eating and clanked your fork against your plate too hard, they would hear it. If you chewed loud, they I also would hear realized it. that while I was making this list, all of the movies are horror movies. Okay, I mean, you know, we're both fans yeah. of the horror genre. So, what is the the second, second one? Movie? Is Antlers and. I've told you antlers. But, is that about a killer deer? Not, which is kind of disappointing, but <sighs> it should um, be. I've, I think I've told you about it before. I've, I was, uh, it was one of those movies. So it was being produced by Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. So okay. obviously he's like a master in the horror game. Oh yeah, he's he's you know one of the top tier horror. Directors. So like the trailer basically puts out the story of this young, it looks like he's probably a very introverted boy who has a dark secret, who is pretty much, he has this monster locked up in this like old house and he's like killing animals to feed it so it doesn't escape until eventually it escapes and starts killing the entire town. Oh, wow. So I'm assuming that he's keeping it locked up to try to protect Pretty much, everyone? yeah. The boy's like, 10. Oh, that's a lot of responsibility for a 10 year old boy. Yeah, I don't remember boy. what I was doing at 10, but <laughs> I definitely didn't have that much responsibility. I'm 26, and if I woke up tomorrow and there was a killer monster in my garage and I had to keep it trapped in there so that it didn't kill the entire town, I would be very stressed out. I would say I need someone who's more of an adult. And what that. makes me really sad is that it was supposed to come out April 17th, and now the their release date is to be determined. See, and I find it interesting because some movies that were supposed to be released uh, during the, all of this that's occurring have just got put out directly and you can buy or rent them or buy them on Apple TV. And Xbox, Xbox yeah. Um, probably PS4 if they have that. Maybe, uh, probably Amazon too. Yeah, probably Amazon Prime Video. So, you know, and and obviously every group of movie producers and all the personnel involved have their reasons for either going ahead and releasing or holding off. And it seems like the ones that have been released early, you know, direct to the streaming services are mostly children's yeah. movies. And I guess that's because a lot of parents now have their kids at home. And it's kind of nice that they can still let their kids watch a new kids movie they may be excited and like my about. Kid, my kids are always home because my kids are three cats and they're allowed to watch anything because they have no semblance of what anything is except, oh, look, food. Exactly. So, so yeah, when you, when you have a cat, I mean, if that thing's six months old, it can see nude scenes. It can see graphic violence. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't know. know what's going on. And But... But if you have a six-year-old child, I don't recommend that. That seems irresponsible. So my number three, The Forever Purge, the final Purge movie. 
Oh my gosh. And I know that you've been or have finished watching the purge on Hulu on USA. I the finished TV the series. first season and like the purge is kind of like a tr- tradition for me, especially cause it comes out in the summer. It comes out like usually a clo- like close like to my birthday ish. Yeah. It's usually sometime around independence day ish. And like, they're they're kind of dumb movies but they're just fun to watch they are i love that like because i think the suspension of disbelief is high and you know that like okay this probably won't but this is basically what people who want like a second civil war to happen yeah just instead of in one day a year just like every a couple years of it. It was supposed to come out July 10th, and its release date is TBD. Uh, so disappointing. I wanted to watch people in clown masks chop each other to bits, but unfortunately, I can only watch that on the internet now. I know. He's got to go to Live Leak for that. My number four, Spiral. Spiral? So, okay. Is it about a corkscrew or a staircase? Yes, it's about it's a horror movie about a corkscrew and only a corkscrew, and it ends up in somebody's ass. So it's kind of like that movie where that tire starts blowing people. I mean, heads I, up. I, I rubber. I love that movie, but no. So, <laughs> so Spiral stupid. is actually the next Saw movie. Oh, and it's got wow. Chris Rock in it. What is Chris, Chris Rock, Rock in a and horror movie? Samuel L. Jackson. Okay, I can. Samuel L. Jackson can play a really good, serious character, so I, I could see that. And okay, so what really struck me about this one is that it was supposed to come out actually today, like May fifteenth. Oh. They pushed it back six days, which I'm sad only in the sense that I feel like it's probably going to get pushed back further. Probably. They they just gave it a shot. They were like, what? And this is co- this is coming Next from week. someone who I've seen one of the Saw movies and I want to watch all of them, but I watched one of the Hostel movies a while back and like I hate Hostel. Like it grosses me out. I love horror. I love gore, but Hostel's just too much. Yeah, Hostel's and pretty gnarly. I kind of equated um, Saw and 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 Hostel is the same thing. Which it it they're both torture porn, but I think Hostel went more for the let's see how far we can actually go. Yeah, Saw has kind of an underlying theme about right and wrong and and just kind of a morality aspect to it. Hostel's kind of like don't go backpacking in Europe because you might get you know eaten by a yeah. rich eastern european guy and my last one it's not a movie it's a game it is a horror game okay and you've heard me talk about this a bunch because it's probably my in- most anticipated game of my life it is the last of us part two yes yeah. i knew that was coming because i know that you are all about that and so originally it was supposed to come out in february but then, it, 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 not even with Corona, the, the team, the development team was like, hey, 
We're going to try to tweak a couple things. We want to make sure it's as perfect as possible. So we're going to push it to, to May 29th. So I'm already sad at that point. I'm like, man, because the first one is literally the greatest game I've ever played. If, if you own a PlayStation, you should play it. It's got the best story I've ever seen. Sounds like it, it slaps. It fucking slaps. It, it fucking slaps. So then it got probably like last month, and I was like, man, I can't wait for it to come out. And then Naughty Dog came out, and they're like, well, coronavirus done fucked us up, y'all. So now June 19th. Oh, it's the day it's after the day my after birthday. birthday. Hell yeah. But, I mean, that is probably, out of all the media, that was the one thing that I was so excited about because as me and you both know, I'm, I'm quite a gamer. And, yeah, like, absolutely. I love a good story. And if you haven't played it, the basis is that the zo- they're basically zombies. The zombie apocalypse has happened. And... You play as this guy named Joel, and he has to smuggle this child. She's, I think, 13. Her name is Ellie, across the country to this pretty much encampment because she is immune to the virus. Okay. And you kind of find out along the way why the acting is prob- – it's, it's superb. I mean – they're supposed to be making a movie and a show out of it. Wow. And, you know, I'm going to say you don't get many uh, movies, shows, games, anything where someone who is smuggling a child <laughs> is a is, good thing, is doing something, is a good guy. Normally, if someone's smuggling a child, that's the bad person. But, like, even if you don't play it, I would even recommend getting on YouTube and just watching it because they actually have uh, videos of. It's every cutscene, no matter what, like pretty much played as a movie, all cut together. So it's like five hours worth of something you can watch to get like the gist of it all. It's oh, it's so good. That sounds. I don't know horror movies or excuse me horror games. I don't know. I have a hard time. I'm a chicken. It's not even like scary, scary. It's like. Horror, survival, almost, kind of. I don't know. Either way, if okay. you get a PlayStation, I'm buying it for you, and I'm going to watch you play it over Zoom. I'm going to make you play it. Okay, well, that'll be uh, entertaining for multiple It will be, people. because Tristan will also probably be there wondering why I'm watching you play The Last of Us. Probably. Hey guys, it's Drew from Red Light, and I just wanted to take a break in the action to let you know about Anchor. It's the free app that me and Jimmy actually recorded this podcast on. It allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, which is good for us because we link up, record, and then I edit it right after we're done. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place and more. So download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started today. So do you want to go ahead and get into the next portion here where we talk about some weird things okay, on Wish? Okay, guys. Now welcome to our next section called 
What the fuck did I just see on Wish? <laughs> and there's a lot of things that'll make you know me what? say that. I'll let you start this one off too. Okay. So my five things that you can find on a Wish that are just why? Why are they there? What are you looking for? Number five. It's just fake <laughs> teeth. Not even like like not not dentures, not it's just like a loose container of a full set of Listen, fake teeth. Somebody died like those might not even be fake teeth. Somebody probably literally got murdered in like Taiwan and they're just trying to sell the teeth anywhere now. I mean, it's China, so it wouldn't surprise me if these came from a Uyghur. Number four, it's a hairdryer that looks like something from an alien movie. Okay, I'm actually, in- I'm actually very interested now. It, it, it's got what appears to be like a loose fabric piece that you put over your head, and there's a hose that you then attach your hair dryer to. And really all it looks like is a fire. I mean, I don't even comb my hair, so, but I might start blow drying my hair now if I can get this. It's, it's apparently $3 Australian, which I don't know what that is in US. I don't even actually know what the currency in Australia is. Is it the, oh, I thought it was just going to be like the blimey mates. (laughs) <laughs> kangaroo bucks uh <laughs> wallaby cat the um I fucking i don't know i i was about to say chinchillas but i was also about to say quesadillas so a chinchilla is not in australia a quesadilla and is just you know yeah actually that's not even how you're supposed to say it so it's just a let's just move on to number three <laughs> number three it's a tongue <laughs> Again, again, this is yeah. this is the guy who lost his teeth. That's his tongue. That, exactly. They are just selling this poor man. I'm as expecting much as they number can. two for you to say, "Oh, look, it's a face." Um, no, but you're close because number two is what they call a miracle it's mask, his face. and <laughs> the uh, the ad for it looks like they did a filter on Snapchat or Instagram. That gives someone a very round, chubby face. And then just the after picture is just their normal picture. Okay. <laughs> it's a, a, Apparently it's an anti-wrinkle mask that can turn you from a Photoshop monstrosity to a pretty young I've girl. I've always wanted to look like a pretty young girl, so I need this. Uh, and number one... They call them wedding straws, but they are definitely please, crack pipes. Please buy these for for mine and Tristan's wedding. She'll be very mad. <laughs> she actually might even cancel the wedding. I hope she doesn't. But also, I need some crack pipe straws for the wedding. Are you saying that the bride might not like it if the best man buys crack pipes for the wedding? I mean, I feel <laughs> like I feel like the acceptable? bride is not going to be happy if 
we even if you even loosely say some of the things that we joke about that you're going to say in your speech. Oh yeah, I'm. It'll be a it'll be an interesting experience for everyone okay. involved. So maybe Hopefully don't buy those way. because I do want to get married to Tristan. Yes, and and they're so it, it's obviously a crack pipe because it's got a glass tube and then a glass sphere on the other end that has a hole in it or like a mesh screen. I don't, I, I don't understand like, what is a, wedding about that. Because they're blue and pink. It looks more like a baby shower. Oh, that's, what we, that's what you always need. Like, especially like if you are a crack addict, you de- your baby deserves baby crack pipes. And honestly, I'm looking at it, and I can't tell if they were straws, how you would even drink from uh, them. Probably because they're not straws and they're crack pipes. Well, and they're also only about four inches long, so you got to have like a tiny cup. I mean, you know what? I can dig it. So if you need a crack <laughs> pipe and a face-shaping mask, hop on a wish, and you can have both for like... Eight dollars, and then whatever and then, shipping from China is, and, and then, then you might not even get them. Just my, if you want somebody's teeth and their tongue, you can have that too. After you <laughs> lose yours, smoking crack. Okay. So, what are your five so, things okay. on Wish? A couple of mine will be repeated from the la- from the other recording that we had, but nobody will know that. Nobody will know that. Yes, the. <laughs> Exactly, the mystery episode. So, my number five. A Macho Man, Randy Savage, Jesus shirt, where Macho Man, Randy Savage, is about to straight up, like, suplex, like, land on Jesus in heaven and tap him out. (sighs) Macho Man, Randy Savage, knows no bounds. He will take down... The Messiah. Yeah, Jesus died for our sins, but also, can he do a, a rumble in rumble in the jungle? <laughs> Number four. Oh, Lord. A helmet for your chicken. Is that a no, euphemism? Just, just a helmet for your chicken. If you own chickens, you should definitely buy them a helmet. It's a little tiny helmet. It looks like if if your chicken was evil can evil, but also still a chicken. I mean, if you get a little chicken go kart or a little chicken dirt bike, this could go places. <laughs> Number three, a grenade ice maker to make all to make all oh, of your yes. beverages explosive. And it doesn't make and it doesn't make multiple oh. uh, like grenade shaped ice. It makes one giant one that you can put in a cup. Does it say how big it is, or do you I have, an, have idea an idea how big it is? How big it is, but the picture, as you know, as great as Wish is, how big they make things look. It looked like it was about as big as a fucking twelve ounce can. Okay, so to give some perspective. A hand grenade is about the size of a baseball. Yeah, I, I don't. So you would. I don't think I have a cup that I can put a baseball a, in. 
you would need a pretty big cup because, yeah, a cup is about the size of a, or excuse me, a grenade's about the size of a baseball. And to give some backstory on why I know that, I was in the army for six years. I don't just have grenades. I mean, you also you so also I've, found I've thrown... that you also found some teeth and t- and a tongue on the internet. So maybe you just do actually have grenades. That's true. But yes, yeah, so that's how I know roughly the size of a grenade. I've thrown several. Um, that it, it, I don't just have any grenades. So please, ATF, don't show <laughs> please up. Please don't Ruby Ridge me. Please, please don't, don't Ruby Ridge me. me. Or yes, don't do either. Then of those my final me, one: free condoms. Oh wait, that's not my final one. That's not my final one. But free condoms. <laughs> fake out oh because you know it's so hard to get free condoms unless you just go into a health and department you just ask for them so the best method is to order some sketchy condoms on the internet from china that let's they're all not let's gonna be work. honest probably uh, don't probably work. As dry. You're gonna have a baby. If you've ever wanted children, this is your chance. And there's also still a chance that you might not get them because they are also still free. Yeah, and since Wish half the time doesn't send you things you pay for, they probably won't send you something that's free. My final one. A bulldozer that you can buy for $8,815. Probably the most expensive and thing. The thing on that I'm confused about is I can't tell if the picture is a, a picture of a real bulldozer or it's the picture of like an enhanced version of a toy bulldozer that they somehow made look real and they're selling for over eighty eight hundred dollars. You're about to spend that much cash on something that costs six bucks. I'm not going to lie, when I was in high school, I once found a a garbage truck without an engine on Craigslist for $1,000, and I really wanted to buy it. I don't don't know where I would have put it, because I did live in the middle of town, but I definitely would have put it somewhere. (laughs) You're just going to smack it down? Man, you just got to put it over there by Druthers. I didn't... High school. I lived in Paris. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I thought you said I thought you said college. God. I was thinking about Campbellsville. Okay, well I don't know anything there's in Bourbon County, County, so So there's plenty yeah, of room that you could put on the horse farm it. I live next to. The horses would have been very confused. Exactly. Um if you're unaware of Kentucky, there's the the northern central part of the state is actually just one Pretty big much, horse farm. Yeah. Even though what's really funny is that the mascot for my high school were greyhounds and our mascot outfit looked like a rat. And I think that it just, it was so bad. They eventually <laughs> just retired it. They were just like, let's get this. Also, thing our teams were so atrociously good. bad that they probably should have just folded the entire sport, like sports program. Our mascot was the Jaguar and the uh, the guy who was our mascot a lot of the time was a strange, strange man. Uh, I'll leave him un- unnamed because he kind of seems like the he kind of seemed like the kind of person who would find out that I said his name 
he would kill you. And like, like try to burn my house down. Or That's something, fair. So. That's fair. I guess the unnamed go unnameless. Yes, he will. He shall remain. But you know what? I nameless. think that's all I got about for this episode. Yeah, I don't really have much else. I'm uh, just here, kicking, I'm just here it with kicking it with the cats that are in another room. Well, soon enough we'll be. Oh yeah, losing real good. If, if, if y'all if y'all haven't caught on, me and Jimmy are about to get on Xbox. So, well, guys, thanks for listening to Red Lot. If you did, if you didn't, you should. (laughs) Yes, to all of you not listening, you should. But, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Hey. What's up? Oh, man. Not a lot. Just got home not long ago, hanging out with Dot. Man, I have well, I have two pages of notes for this episode. Oh wow, you've got more notes than I do. I mean, I've got pretty much just what's on my brain, and then that little bit that I sent you. But I mean, I mean I, we're, we're really going to be a lot on the same. Yeah, I, I don't really. Yeah, I don't really see a lot of almost anything of us disagreeing on this and that's not a bad thing this this episode yeah i think this episode is a good one for it to be like yes indeed we disagree about some stuff but when it comes to like basic human rights we indeed (laughs) are on the same page we are good well like i just i i started thinking of this paper that i wrote in when i was still when i was doing those uh those classes, those online classes. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At Lindsay, and I wrote, I wrote. I mean, literally, my teacher was like a retired police officer, and I wrote a paper about about police brutality. Okay. And like, it just made me like think of like all the because I went through like a list of like ten different people on that list. So, I don't know. I just I started going through a bunch of stuff and I just have a lot of my stuff will be firing from the hip because we haven't exactly forgotten everything that's going on. No, no, no. So, but I'm good whenever you want to start the introduction. <clears throat> okay. Excuse me, Dottie. I got to get myself seated. Colton. Dot is, uh, you know, being a puppy. Let me, I gotta right compose now. myself real quick because Colton, 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 Colton. Okay. Okay. I'm good. All right. Hey guys, this is Jimmy. And this is Drew. And um, if we don't sound as animated as we normally do in the intro, it's because this episode is gonna be a little bit different. Um, in light of what is going on across the United States right now, uh, we thought it would be appropriate to take this episode and just have a have a heavier discussion about uh, racism, police brutality, and just the general 
ideas of what is what is occurring right now. And I mean, this is our third episode, and we're going to have a lot more, you know, a lot more laughs, uh, you know, stuff that we do disagree on. But this is probably going to be something. It's it's a heavy, it'll be a heavy episode in the sense that there's just a lot to unpack here. It's just it's a sad time in the United States, and you know what? I mean, we did it to ourselves. Yeah, and this will not be an episode where we have our uh, disagreements over something stupid like a movie or a video game or you know just some nonsense. So we'll be mostly. 99.9% agreeing in this one at minimum. And like I told you off air, I had a list that I wanted to go through. I did some research and it's all name. It's a lot of names that we know. And it's just, it's something that I think people need to hear. Okay. Well, uh, if you want to kick it off and we can, we can take it from there. Okay. George Floyd died May 25th. Derek Chauvin put his knee on his neck for almost nine minutes. He died shortly after. He was arrested for passing a counterfeit $20 bill. Three, three other officers stood there and watched him die as he pleaded for his life and cried for his mother. Breonna Taylor died March 13th, killed during a no-knock raid at the wrong place. The police not, didn't knock. They went to the wrong place. Her boyfriend thought they were burglars. He fired at them, and she was shot eight times. Ahmaud Arbery died February 23rd while jogging. Two white guys, they armed up, got in their truck, and chased him down, shot him, and ran him over. They said he was robbing houses. It was covered up by the DA. Philando Castile died July 6, 2016, shot and killed after getting pulled over by an officer and telling him that he had a legal gun on him and then was shot anyway. Botham Jean died September 6, 2018. Cop entered the wrong apartment after work and shot him thinking that he was a burglar. Trayvon Martin died February 26, 2012, shot by George Zimmerman. He said that Martin was suspicious. Martin was actually just walking back from the 7-Eleven after getting some snacks. An altercation happened, and Martin was shot to death. He was 17. Walter Scott died April 4th, 2015. Stopped for a broken brake light. He fleed the scene. There was a struggle, and he was tased and then shot. The officer, Michael, Michael Slager, said he went for the taser. Video evidence showed he did not go for the taser. And then after his shot, Slager planted the taser after the shooting. There's a lot to unpack in this, and it's just, it, it's just, police brutality is, it's fucking real, man. And just even going over this list, like, I'm trying to compose myself because it's, in my mind, it's absolutely insane that some people can see, and these are just, I mean, one, two, three, four, five, about seven or eight instances out of dozens, if not far hundreds. too many. And it's just, 
it's just a system that has broken down black men and women as lesser than because they were black. And a, a couple of those that you mentioned really stood out to me in particular, because um, there's just a couple of those that I know a little more about than others. Um, one that really stands out to me, and I believe it may have been because I was newly married when the story broke about Philando Castile. Uh, I was on my honeymoon when it happened, so I've got a very, um, you know, a large personal memory to attach to attach that to and it, it's just absolutely crazy to me that he was one pulled over the reason for the stop was secondary to the fact that the officer uh, Geronimo Yanez just happened to want to pull him over because he looked, and I'm air quoting here, looked like a, a, sus- a suspect who had robbed a convenience store in the same area about a week prior. And you see that in a lot of these instances where there's like, oh, well, that like fits the description of 20%. Yeah, and it's and he was pulled over by fitting the description very loosely if if at all he had a the, the officer and th- these are the officer's words that Philando had a wide set nose so he looked like one of the suspects from the from the robbery so he saw Philando saw that the his third brake light, which on his car was at the bottom of his, of his rear windshield. Um, on sedans, it's normally at the bottom. On SUVs and trucks, it's typically at the top of the windshield or the, the rear yeah. um, window. Yeah. And he pulled them over for the busted taillight. And within from the time that uh, Officer Yanez turned on his lights to the time that Philando Castile was shot seven times with his girlfriend and her four-year-old daughter in the car with him was 74 seconds. And for people that have seen that video, it's absolutely heartbreaking to watch that four-year-old shield her mother knowing there's a chance that if she did anything, she would be shot too. Yeah, it's a it's a fucked up video. Um, his girlfriend actually went on Facebook Live after while they were all still in the vehicle. Um, she was much more composed after watching her boyfriend get shot directly beside of her uh, than the officer who shot him was. Which there's a lot to unpack there to begin with. Um, and 74 seconds. And after telling the officer, just to let you know, I do have a legal weapon. And gun rights groups, the NRA specifically, dead silent. 
dead silent about a legal gun carrier being ha- getting shot being shot to death for his legal gun for his legal gun because he was black I would like to start by saying uh, fuck the NRA yes there are so many better gun groups in the US who actually care about the second amendment and aren't just there to take money from boomers essentially <laughs> And I want to phrase by saying I know that there are good cops. I know there are. one. Of, I mean, two of my best friends I've ever had in my life. One is not a cop anymore, but one is, and I love her to death. She is one of the best people I will ever know. But that doesn't mean that there is not and has not been a systemic problem with the police for hundreds of years now. And and I think part of that, and this has come up recently with uh, George Floyd's death, and part of that to a lot of people who live in the Minneapolis area seems to be that the officers that are on the streets of these neighborhoods don't live in those neighborhoods. They may live 30 minutes, 45 minutes away. So they don't know these people. Yeah. And they don't know them. They, they don't see them as, Oh, you know, that's my neighbor or that's the guy who, you know, works at the grocery store or, you know, does this or that, that they're, they don't see them as another living, breathing human being. They see it as someone who they could have to deal could, with. I mean, they see them as someone who could potentially just, you know, pop off and kill them. Just, just yes, for literally and, walking down the street. And for theoretically policing to be such a dangerous job, um, the amount of people who go into it, they get spooked at anything and everything is astronomically high. And at least for now, the good news is that they did arrest Derek Chauvin and the other three. And he was at first charged with third degree murder. Now it's been upgraded to second degree murder. I think manslaughter. And then the other three uh, with aiding and abetting murder. Yes. But we just have to wait to see what happens because obviously in so many of these cases we've seen, I mean, literal video evidence of black men and women being murdered by the police and just no justice was served. And part of that is that um, police have something called qualified immunity, which essentially means that if they believe that they are acting within the bounds of their positions that anything they do that even to an outsider is obviously wrong or incorrect or way over the top. If they honestly believe they needed to do it, then very rarely will they ever be charged for it. 
And there's one thing that I think a lot, I mean, a lot of people have been talking about it and per us obviously being from the state of Kentucky, um, uh, that was, you know, that is the state where Breonna Taylor was killed. And I mean, senselessly, senselessly, I mean, senselessly killed and there have been no arrests at all whatsoever. Yeah, the uh, the no knock raid thing is something that I just in general find to be extra fucked up because the way that it happened in this instance is the way that it happens far too often. The police are at the wrong house or they're getting the wrong people and someone gets killed and that person is someone who had nothing to do with with anything at all, period. And to even throw more salt in the wound, Brianna Taylor was, not only was she just an innocent bystander, she was an EMT, an award-winning EMT that was literally helping on the front lines of the global pandemic that we're going through right now. Yes, and today would have been her 27th birthday. So, happy birthday, Brianna. I hope we get justice. Happy I birthday. hope we get justice for you. And it's the the entire concept of a no-knock raid, I think is so anti American, um, it's anti common sense, it's anti freedom generally. Because, of I mean, how often they get it wrong, how often they are getting the wrong person or they're at the totally wrong house, and there's no consequences for it when there absolutely should be. It puts people in unnecessary danger and the cops like to use it as what I can only imagine they would consider a surprise tactic because a lot of them are apparently too afraid to actually face any danger head on. And also a no knock raid just in, like you said, common sense in my mind, it makes no sense because if you're just busting into a place, then you're just waiting for somebody, maybe an officer or maybe somebody like Breonna Taylor to, to get killed. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's going to die. And one of the officers got shot and her boyfriend was actually arrested for attempted murder of a police officer for shooting what he had every reason to believe to be was an intruder and what ultimately was an intruder because the fuckers weren't even at the right place. I will say one of the more beautiful things I have seen come out of this are there have been protests in all 50 States and all around the world. You know, things have got to be messed up when you see pictures of people protesting over in the Middle East for Black Lives Matter when there are literal wars going on. 
Yes, when that region has plenty of its own problems um, that they could be focusing on, and quite a few of them are our fault as well. Um, but that's a different subject for another day. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's another day. Um, I don't have the energy for both of these. Oh, God, no. But the fact that there are protests going on from Los Angeles to New York City, um, everywhere in between London, Berlin, Paris. It, it's it really it's amazing to see. It, it really is. And um, one thing that I have thought a lot about and has been on my mind I mean, preceding this, just with the entirety of the the Trump presidency to begin with, but that really stuck in my head um, after the incident where he had the uh, police tear gas peaceful protesters so that he could have a photo op. And that's something that actually wrote something out because... It, it bothered me that much, and I think to preface it, I should say that I was um, raised going to church um, every Sunday, every Wednesday that we had church. Um, I always went with my mom. Um, yep, so was I. It's been it's been probably nine or ten months since I've been to a church now. I, I um, don't remember the last time I actually went to church. And I'm not sure when I will ever go back. And so I'm just going to read something that I just wrote out to get some, just some steam off and kind of express how I felt about uh, Christians supporting Trump so much. And as well as what happened with this particular incident so and to it's, preface it's a general and, and to preface yeah. this is coming from you who as if anybody has listened to our last couple episodes i mean obviously like i'm the more like liberal person and you're more of like a conservative ish person and the, yeah i would say yeah i'm i'm more of a civil libertarian type um so there's a lot of things about all of this that really gets under my skin because most of it goes against most of the core beliefs that I have. Um, so what I wrote, the president of the United States ordered an assault of rubber bullets and tear gas on peaceful protesters, including gassing a priest. He did it for a photo op. A photo op in front of a church where he doesn't worship, holding a book he doesn't represent. The absolute love and borderline worship of Trump by white American Christians has pushed me further away from Christianity than the devil ever could. American Christianity is a cultural movement, a banal association to make people feel righteous. It certainly does not look like a movement of faith. American Christians do not remind me of Christ. Uh, the dwindling flame of my belief has all but been extinguished. And I see a lot of things when I see the church. Uh, Christ just isn't one of them. And even the priest and, of that church came out and said that, like, he was 
they were disgusted with what he did. Yeah, and and so many and just just the amount of even um members of the high ranking members of the armed forces. Um, you know, not your as military slang would call it, not your Joes who are lower enlisted, but your high-ranking general officers have came out and said that they do not support the um, potential use of U.S. federal troops, which are different from the National Guard, um, to quell protests. Which the majority of the protests are peaceful. Yes, and the majority are peaceful and the majority of people protesting are there holding signs, chanting, marching, not not hurting anybody. At the very worst, there might be like throwing water bottles. Yes, and somehow police can get hit with a water bottle in their bulletproof vest and decide that that means it's time to commit a war crime and i think that and i've seen it ever since his presidency has started i've seen you know the word authoritarian thrown around and i don't think that trump is an authoritarian but i think goddamn, he's trying yeah i think that he loves the idea of being an authoritarian but I genuinely don't believe he's actually intelligent enough to to become. I don't think he's savvy enough. I don't think he's smart enough. Um, Dottie does not like Donald Trump. Yeah, Dottie is getting pissed (laughs) off right now. That's my live, if anyone's curious. And she's like growling at me right now for some reason. Probably because I'm not giving her my 110% attention. So everybody, just get send so, send Dottie some love. She is not send she Dottie is some not love. Mood. Yes, because n- no animal has a harder life than a pampered house dog. She's clearly suffering tremendously as I'm actually rubbing her <laughs> belly. And so very hard life that Dottie has. Um, and one of the things that I kind of wanted to touch on through all of these protests and riots that have happened is, and I haven't really mentioned it through the episodes, is that I, I got my degree in college in broadcasting and, and media. So I was working in the media, radio and TV for a little bit before I transitioned over to the, the healthcare medical side of, of everything. Yes. And one thing that has... I guess struck a nerve with me and it's, it's obviously below the, the, the literal murder of, of black people is watching journalists and the me and the media, the media nowadays, neither side gets it right. I will say that I am a little more savvy to like CNN just because I feel like maybe they Try a little harder, but they don't do themselves favors a lot of times. Fox News is straight up a propaganda network. I'm sorry. 
Tucker Carlson is going to show up at your house and and yell at you. Bring it on, Tucker. But the videos I've seen of there was a there was a black CNN uh, reporter who was told to move on, and he asked the officers, "Okay, where do you want us to go? We'll go where you want us to. We just need to know where we need to go." So instead of telling him where to go, they just arrested him on live air. Um, yes, because there was. How dare you ask them questions? There was a reporter in Louisville who was shot with rubber bullets. I never. I don't think there was ever a reason why. Just on live air, just and the officer turns, sees the camera sees that they're journalists and a camera crew and proceeds to shoot them. And it's not only American journalists that have been shot yeah. at. There was an, Aus- an Australian there been, camera crew. There's been, Yes, an Australian journalist and crew, a Swiss journalist and crew. So we're really not doing very good um, with our allies abroad when our cops can't even control their stupid fucking heavy trigger fingers and not shoot at them they're reporting. It's like there are these protests over police brutality and the only fucking response that these idiots can come up with is more police brutality. It's like they're too stupid and too dense to say, hey, maybe we could do better. There's zero introspection. And people will say, oh, well, that person flipped that officer off, or that person called that officer. Well, so a pig, fucking what? Or, like, so fucking what? Yeah. Like, 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 that's a normal response that you can just beat the fuck out of someone for. I worked retail for a while. And let me tell you, if I assaulted every customer who called me a name or made an unkind gesture towards me, I would have a body count that fucking Jeffrey Dahmer would have been jealous of. Or to even put it into perspective of the healthcare side, um, people have heard me talk about my fiance Tristan. Um, literally, Drunk men call her a bitch and show her them their dicks on a daily basis. When their when their dicks are not part of the reason they're at the hospital, and she she's just like, "Can you please put that up?" Does her CT scan doesn't beat them to death, doesn't shoot them, doesn't kill them. Yeah, and my wife is an ER nurse, and she has patients come in who are drunk, high, or just, you know, generally assholes, and they cuss at her, they call her names, and you know what she does? She helps them. She treats whatever they're there yep. for, and and helps them out, and hopes that they get better. Your, your wife literally and, got kicked in the you know, hip. And got put on crutches. Yes. Yes. And still treated that guy 
Whereas cops can't seem to fucking figure out that protect and serve doesn't mean batter and bruise or maim and murder for that matter. And unfortunately, and I I thought about this earlier, the United States have never been united. They've never been united. Not maybe for like two hours after 9-11. All lives will never matter until black lives matter. Yeah, and oh my god, the all lives matter thing, the blue lives matter thing, it is the dumbest fucking shit in the world. It would be like, like I live in a subdivision. If my neighbor's house was on fire and the fire department showed up and was putting their house fire out, and I said, but what about my house? My house isn't fucking on fire. My house is fine. It's over here. It's just chilling. It's fine. My house doesn't need special attention or special treatment because it's fine. Or it's like how I tried to explain it the other day to someone is that imagine, you know, you have two brothers. One of your brothers gets cancer, goes through many years of treatment, pain, you know, just terrible, terrible hardships. And then you come to him one day and you say, I'm, I love you, but why aren't you paying attention to how healthy me and your brother are? Yeah, it's, it's, there's zero introspection, zero common sense, zero humanity. It's, it's like, I couldn't, I couldn't be that dense and that stupid if I tried to be. And really the all lives, the people that say all lives, they just don't want to admit that they maybe don't like black people. Yeah. And I, I just I can't wrap my head around it because like Black Lives like, Matter isn't even it shouldn't be a controversial thing to say. Yeah, I don't understand how how that's even remotely like a big statement for someone to make like Black Lives Matter. It's not like like people say that. And some people respond to that like you're saying like pedophile lives matter or something like it's it's like going back to going back to like, Tristan and Ashley. If a black person came in, they would treat them the same as a white person. They would treat a white person the same as an Indian yes. person. They would treat an Indian person the same as an Asian, as a Native American, as Mexican, any race, as as anything because they don't see. Oh, I've got a gay black man or a a lesbian Asian woman, they see I have someone here with a medical problem that needs my help, and I'm going to give that to them. So, I mean, I just, I don't think I have the energy for this anymore. But before we move on to everybody's favorite segment of Wish, there is one thing I would like to do. Okay. I just I want to take a nine second moment of silence for George Floyd and everybody else that has been killed by police brutality. All right, let's do it. No peace, no justice. Rest in peace. No peace, no Rest justice. In peace, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. 
Ahmaud Arbery, Philando Castile, and every other person that has been the victim of systemic racism in this country. Man, like I, I hate that it's 2020. Yes, I just went there. It is the current year. And we're still having this discussion when in two weeks, two weeks will be June 19th, which is colloquially called Juneteenth, (laughs) which is the day that the Emancipation Proclamation was signed by President Abraham Lincoln abolishing slavery in the United States of America. And as a white man, I'll never understand what any black person goes through, but you damn well know. That I'm, I've got your back. Yeah, I'll never, I'll never get it. I, no one, I've literally never been anywhere a day in my life and thought, ooh, I'm white, I might be in danger. Or no one's ever been like, hey, cracker, hey, mayonnaise, <laughs> hey, Wonder Bread. No one's, no one's ever said that to me. And even if they did. It carries literally no weight. I would be like, that's a weird Honestly, thing to say. Honestly, if my nickname had been Wonder Bread in high school, that probably would have been way better. If, and if someone called me that, I would probably laugh because, like I said, there's, there's, no, there's not several hundred years of context behind it. It would just be like, all right. Cool. Thanks. That's, that's cool. Thanks. Um, I'm kind of hungry I'm now. I'm going to go eat a sandwich with mayonnaise. I'm just going to have a mayonnaise, Wonder Bread, cracker sandwich. But I think, I think right now would be the perfect time to – now we can kind of lift, and lift our spirits with my favorite, my favorite thing that we do called What the Fuck Did I Just See on Wish? Yes. So let's get into some of the dumb shit you can find on a Wish. Do you want to kick us off here? Um, so some of these I've sent you just because, I mean, they, they had to be seen by someone. Number one, a waterproof, oilproof bed sheet that is basically a tarp. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes I'll just, I'll be at work or I'll be at home or Drew and I might actually be playing video games or something. And I'll get a text message on my phone and it's just like, something weird from wish that drew has has sent me and it's you just never know what it's going to be you really like and it's not even that i go i go looking for it it just ends up on my facebook yeah 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 they put it in an ad like it's weird to be like hey here's an ad for a coffee pot on amazon here's a dog crate from chewy and here are some nipple rings from Wish that look like Voldemort. <coughs> it's like no one's ever wanted that. I last mean, actually, month, I actually you, I Wish. think I might want that now. Well, you better go get your nipples pierced. So then. the number two, see-through men's gym shorts. And let me tell you, <laughs> Tristan was not a fan of me saying that I wanted those. Oh, are they totally like Ziploc bag? They're like, like just they're clear? like. They're they like opaque? mesh. Oh, that's even weirder. I know, that's it's like kinky. super kinky. That's 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 just a sex item. That's just male lingerie. Uh, I think my favorite one I saw though was simulation <laughs> simulation guinea pigs. 
for when a real guinea pig just isn't in the works for you. Have you, you ever you ever had you somebody know, over and you wanted to spruce up the place, so you bring out your simulation guinea pigs? Yeah, you ever just thought that you're not capable of keeping one of the most common and easy to care for pets in America alive? Um, we've also got men's underwear with pockets. Oh hell yeah! I fuck so with like, that all day. I don't even I don't even know what to say about it. It's literally it looks like a speedo, but somehow it's got a pocket. Dude, okay, you know how women they never have pockets. Um, well, some women use their bra as a pocket because I've had people try to give me sweaty bra mm. money before when I worked uh, retail. So that's, I think the male equivalent would be underwear with pockets. Just imagine, like, you get somebody to mow your lawn and you're about to pay them and you just straight up, like, pull your pants down and give out a crisp $20 <laughs> bill. Hey, you want this musky ball sweat 20? Let's see. what. Here, kid. What else take we got? It. We've got fake legs. <laughs> oh, for when the police break your real ones. Uh, we've got... I sent you this one, and I just don't know how to describe it. It's a... It's a, it's a men's, like, collared shirt that is technically a onesie, that doubles as underwear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so if you've seen a female bodysuit, imagine that instead of the top of it being, like, long-sleeved or kind of looking like just like a long-sleeved shirt or a tank top, it's a polo. <laughs> like when you and your boys, Chad, Chad, and Chad, are going to go you know, sexually harass some women at the club. Listen, I would I would wear one of those to a football game on a Saturday. I mean, I think it would be, get a nice, uh, get one that you can get the UK logo put on. With my boys, Chad, Chad, and Chad. Yes, all three Chads. My, my last one of what the fuck did I just see on Wish? It is a Batman costume, but... Not like a cool Batman costume. It's like an old school Batman costume from like the 50s or 60s. And it's $108. Oh. And wow. Is it like full yeah, body? Yeah, it's a full body costume. It just, it looks like if you went to Party City and bought a Batman costume. But then for some reason, Wish was like, hey, this is worth $100. Wish's prices on stuff are crazy because it'll have like, here's a whole ass mansion, seven dollars. Here's a fucking like truck that can run over a house. It costs seventeen. Or just here's fucking free condoms. Yeah, here's free condoms. You're definitely gonna have Congrats. a baby. Um, my first one is a three-in-one breakfast maker. So it's got a toaster oven, a coffee maker, and a griddle. I I, and, am, I have so many questions right now. Okay, so ovens, toasters, and coffee pots both tend to pull quite a bit of electricity. 
So this thing is guaranteed to flip the breaker on your house's electric system. It's also going to flip your breakfast into something amazing. (laughs) It also might catch your house on fire. All houses matter. Which, in that case, your house (laughs) does matter then because it's on fire. Um, The second one is something called the Ab The Ab Hanser? It looks like a like have you've seen a baking cooling rack yeah. before, right? Like what you would set cookies or brownies on after they get out of the oven so some air yeah. flow gets Yeah, underneath. we have one. It it looks like one of those that the very far sides of it are angled and it's got an elastic strap that goes around your back to press it into your gut. You know, you described it to me, and still in my head, I cannot, I cannot see it. <laughs> um, it's, it's really weird. It's really, really weird. Um, the guy in the stock photo looks like he touches children. Oh, then it's perfect. Yeah. Um, the next one is... Um, a cheek exercise ball or no, no, it looks kind of like a, uh, does it look like uh, an actual testicle? Please tell me it looks like an actual testicle. Unfortunately, it is not. It looks like a shuttle top <laughs> from badminton. Yeah. Oh no. You know I what I'm talking exactly. about? I used, you, I used so, to, for no reason, just play badminton by myself because I guess I had no friends when I was young. But it, it looks like if you took a shuttlecock and then circumcised it <laughs> and you put the flat end in your mouth and then apparently... I think that's a very specific uh, type of porn on the internet. Yeah. And for some reason, all the models are surprised-looking <laughs> older Asian women. Um, so if you like everything that, we ju- that I just mentioned about that... Um, Hit me up, and I'll send you the link, and I'll let you have a super okay, good I'll, time. Okay, I'll, I'll hit you up about it here in a little bit. <laughs> good, good. I'll let you know. Um, and my fourth one is an electric nose lift. Um, um, I... It looks like you you put it on your... I'll have to send you a screenshot of this one because I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. Like, I'm looking at it and I'm trying to explain it, but it looks like it it goes over your nose and apparently if the tip of your nose tilts down a little bit, it lifts it up. But... I mean, I'm... I don't... It looks it looks like a medieval I'm, torture device. I'm, I'm sitting what here, like, like, fondling my nose now to see if it slopes down. It 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 looks like a uh, like something that they would have used during the Salem witch trials to get you to confess. I just sent you a screenshot of it. So but now you can. But now you can uh, buy a medieval torture device online for three dollars. <laughs> and um, my last one here, because who doesn't need this? It is a deer rear with bottle opener. Deer re- wait. 
So are you using a deer's butthole to open your beer? Pretty much. Well, that just it's sounds like a, a, like a Friday night in Nebraska. <laughs> it's just <laughs> all corn um, matters. Okay, first uh, um, oh, to, to go to to go back the to the, the nose lift thing. Um, <laughs> it looks like if you took a a chip clip on your nose, yes. and then I guess you wanted to rip your nose off. Yeah, no part of it. I I don't understand how it works or really what its intended purpose is. What was that last? What was the next? I've completely lost focus after seeing after seeing this nose thing. <laughs> A deer rear oh, yeah, with bottle right, opener. In Nebraska. And it's and all corn matters. Um, it's basically what looks like a plastic formed deer ass with the tail up and a bottle opener put where the deer's butthole would go. Nothing says like alcohol, nothing says alcoholism like opening your 12th Bud Light of the night with a deer anus. Are you telling me that you have never been wanting an ice cold Budweiser? long neck and thought if only i could pop this top with a deer ass only briefly but then that brief thought that brief thought faded <laughs> that thought went away and i've been trying to <laughs> and it never it came back so that is all of my what the fuck did i just find on wish that's i mean i think we've kind of talked about all we wanted to today uh there was a lot more that we probably could go into because there's a lot more videos of stuff that have happened there's been a lot more police brutality there's been attacks but right now i just wanted to go over the basics and just kind of have a memorial almost for the lives that have been lost for no reason yeah, and, you know, like I said at the beginning, I think we would have been um, wrong, I mean, honestly, genuinely wrong, to not at least discuss it and and just talk about what's happening right now and and express our sincerest wishes that that things change and... You know, if you can't physically get out and protest, because I know everyone's not able, um, you can at least, you can talk about it online. You can talk to you it with your family. You can talk to money. it with your friends. You can, you yeah, can you, just do, do yes. something. Don't be silent about it. And, you know, if you're able to donate, you can donate money to, to um, organizations that help pay bail for protesters and that help target police brutality there's so many places that can use any anything you can give if it's five dollars it's, it's ten dollars um what whatever it is it just but just at the bare minimum you can talk about it with your friends you can talk about it with your family but and dear god you can you can have those conversations these people be forgotten don't let them be just another news cycle no because if it can happen 
to them, it can and will happen to anyone. And it shouldn't be happening, period. We, you know, tomorrow is D-Day. And so many brave men died to defeat fascism in to defeat to defeat fascism and here we are still all these years later still fighting still fighting still fighting for just people to be seen people. as i mean people just basic human and, rights yeah and and that's all it is like like no one's saying it has it's anything beyond that, and if they are, they're being disingenuous. All we're saying is that everyone should be treated with the same dignity and the same respect and given the same decency, whether they're black, white, gay, trans, just whatever anything. Everyone deserves the same basic dignity and and if you don't agree with that you can fuck off so far that you're off this planet and i'll end this episode at least for myself black lives matter no peace no justice we are here for you and i'm gonna sign off with Black Lives Matter, no justice, no peace, give them hell. Guys, thanks for listening to Red Light. I know this has been a heavy episode, but if you have been listening, if you have been keeping up with the podcast, we really, really appreciate it. You can follow us on Twitter at Red Light Podcast. We'd really appreciate it. And just, guys, thanks for listening. I'll Thank see you, you all. Have a good one.